0: This is Couples Therapy, a podcast from me, Richard, and my husband, Steve, where we jump in and cover real and honest challenges in life and relationships. We'll cover romantic relationships, friendships, work, families, kids, pets, everything in between, everything that you need to live your best life. This is Couples Therapy. Hey, y'all. Hello. Welcome to episode one of season three of Couples Therapy.
1: Well, it's not season three of Couples Therapy.
0: Right. It's just our season three.
1: Our season three, couple series. What? Episode one of season one of Couples Therapy.
0: Sure. But if you want to go back to season one until you're free to do so, there's really good stories there and good content there. And anyway, so we're going to kind of... Figure this out as we go, but we're gonna always open the show with some updates, something funny. Um, what are we kind of kind of how we used to, but it's a, just gonna be kind of a catch-up segment. Um, and I'm gonna start with a piece of news that I've been holding uh, that I'm now able to share with everyone. Um, starting next week. I will be starting a new professional position. Super, super excited about it. I've had uh, a two-week sabbatical, which has been super awesome. Everyone needs to do this. <laughs> um, uh, I will be starting as a marketing communications director at Green State Credit Union, uh, one of the largest, actually, in the country. So I'm super, duper excited about it, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge.
1: He kind of wears the big pants now. Now, you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of important now. Yeah, eh. yeah. Voice and tone of an entire company, no problem.
0: <laughs> no, I'm super, super excited, and it'll be it'll be a good challenge. So, and it's given me some time at the house, which has been nice. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't listen. He really wants to retire. He said it this week. I'd
0: so like. There's always been a conversation among many people in my circle, including yourself, that you were like, you're not going to be able to retire, and like, it's going to be an interesting challenge. Because even with this time off I've had something else to go. I knew that I'd had something else to do, right? Or I've got yard work to do and housework to do and yada yada yada. Um, but I said to you, I think it was on I don't know, Saturday night or something, I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna be okay in retirement. Like I just The thing
1: is though, you have not sat down.
0: Because there's too much shit to do around the house.
1: But it'll all for you it'll always be that way. You'll always find something.
0: Well, if you would stop giving me buying front storm doors for me to put in <laughs> and shit like that. Just
1: saying.
0: No, I, you are correct. There's always going to be something to do, but it'll be less, I think, less uh, required, probably, if that makes sense. It'll be more like, oh, we should probably go do this. And eh, whatever, it didn't get done. But like this, like I've got this two-week window where I, this is the only time I'll be able to redo, you know, restain the deck and crap like that, so... <clears throat> It's been great. That's my news. Super excited. Well, and you Thanks love housework. Uh, no, I love homework. Like, working on the home, I don't like housework. Like, cleaning and shit. No,
1: I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Laundry, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I hired a cleaning lady. That's right. Because I hate it, too. Um, nothing like crazy spectacular. We are, I'm working on a project for work that Uh. It's not exciting. It's just a website. But um, I was sitting in a meeting today and I was like, look at... Like, I was so engaged with what we were doing and what we were talking about. It's <clears throat> just a good reminder that, like... Because, I mean, it was very creative focused. So it was, like, design and what do I th- feel about it and what things we want to change. And I was like, God, this is what I live and breathe off of. Yeah, you of. love it. I need that creative... It was a good reminder of, like, I have to have a creative part of my job. Yeah. And, I mean, I... This sounds so silly, but I get to create ads every week, and as much as as <laughs> as much as, like putting them into the platform and stuff isn't very fun, the actual creation of the ads, that's fun for me. I enjoy that. Um, that's sick. So, I know. <laughs> it's disturbing, and I also just, you know, I was telling you earlier today that I also enjoy talking about railing, which is what I do for a yeah,
0: living. Yeah, we had a date today, everybody, and we spent half of it talking about railings, and yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: Super. It was like (laughs) upper level, exciting conversation. Let me tell you. But this is what happens when you've been together for ten. Twenty eleven. Nine years now.
1: Yeah, but it's like the first time that I've really had like I'm in charge of five different brands. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's a huge deal for you. I am. I am leading digital strategy for all of these brands, and it's so it's like
0: these international brands. Like it's not like mom and pop shop. Like it's.
1: Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's day in and day out, and it's it's everything from creative to communications to legal uh, to work. I mean, it's just it's all over the place, but I love it. Um, so, yes, we talked about work on my date, on our date, but I'm sorry. And I also get looks when I tell people I like B, uh, that I like B2B, business-to-business work. Yeah. I love it's it. It's so weird. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm a freak. I get it. It's okay. I, I feel like
0: I'm now kind of going to be in the B2C world the rest of my life. Which is fine.
1: I'm trying to think if I actually ever really did B2C. I don't think so.
0: You did uh, US I mean, Open. Like, that was B2C.
1: Well, I'm, I worked with a bank at my last job.
0: Oh, the and and their approach is
1: B2C. So like yes. it was kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we yeah. were working for them essentially. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I, and the, some of the
0: stuff you do with these guys is B2C. I, mean, I worked just, with
1: healthcare. That's B to C. I worked in housing. That's B to C. Yeah. So, I've done a lot of B to C, and I'm just like, it's it's a, it's not, it's a different challenge. It's just different. B to B is still marketing. It's still a lot of the same principles, but it's different because your approach it's is different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Uh, and I just, it's fun. I love yeah. it. It's all it's all
0: accounts. So those are two. Our work lives have been kind of nuts this year. And that's a great segue into um, the conversation I'm going to have with Steve now.
1: Oh,
0: um, right after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about. I'm work. in trouble, y'all. So I didn't give <clears throat> Steve any heads up about what what topic I wanted to touch on today nope, and I'm dive, dive into. Um, so we've covered a couple of times on this uh, on our shows. Um, both about the time in November, 2018, when Steve was fired from a job. And we obviously covered this last goal around here, uh, in early 2021 when he was laid off in a, in a kind of a mass layoff situation. Um, and so I wanted, I wanted to talk about how work impacts happiness and your feeling of, um, your 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 ability your your confidence things like that mm-hmm. um, because i feel like w- whether you are single or in a relationship or married your work <clears throat> plays a super significant piece of your um overall well-being well um, especially
1: in america where unlike a lot of other countries right. we have to work 40 hours a week
0: well and we don't have healthcare that's backfilled right. um I mean, there are programs if you if you are super unemployed and, and that kind of thing. But but yeah. um, so I'm going to start with the question. Um, when I met you um, nine years ago, you weren't working in marketing; you were working in sales. I was
1: poor AF.
0: <laughs> I, I put it nicer. Poor <laughs> AF, folks. Uh, and and now you've worked your way into being a major player at an international company. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you explain that? Before we dive into some of the more uh, deeper stuff
1: how would i explain what the transition? how you went yeah
0: how you went from a, a three-week contract doing social media at a sporting event to <laughs> to doing what you do now
1: uh a lot of faking it till you make it honestly uh i don't know if there's i mean so i was working at west elm when you met me yep literally i'm not joking i didn't have money to pay for groceries most weeks Yep. um not that's not an over exaggeration like we're talking about I may would maybe have four four to ten dollars left in my bank account after I paid rent um, and then I met you yeah uh honestly I feel like the, the my luck changed not only in my relationship but in my job when I met you because you introduced me eventually to the us open yeah you had worked it you introduced me to it um, or you introduced me to the person who kind of managed yeah, it yeah. or hired which kind of got me into it, and um, loved it. Obviously, it was a lot of fun. It's a major sporting <laughs> yeah, event. Who doesn't fun. love that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I'm probably a little more lucky than most, because I feel like someone put the drug right in my arm from the very first time, you know? He <laughs> took the hit, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that was probably off. That was not very nice. But, um, you know, I, I realized at that point, like, I'm, I could probably do this and <clears throat> my next job was actually at a beauty company where i didn't yep. really start the the job wasn't a marketing job uh but it led to a marketing experience um, it was an administrative job that i was working in uh before i moved to iowa and uh just worked really closely with the marketing team quite a bit and i started that's, that's really kind of where i started to listen and pick it pick up what they were saying and mm-hmm read things on the side, like off of social media and Google shit based off of, like, what I went, what does that mean? I don't <laughs> yeah. know what that is. What is CRM? What? Um, and uh, I honestly, from job after job there, I honestly just did a lot of researching. And uh, when we moved to Iowa, I feel like I almost got another big break, so to speak, with the company that I first worked for here. Um, I My first position my interview, I was really, we talked a lot about marketing and I had a director of marketing role. Yeah. So I went from <laughs> social media, this little thing over in the USTA on the U S open side to director of marketing in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was able to speak knowledge, knowledge, knowledgeably about that because of my research, because I was listening to you and listen to your job and asking questions. And, yeah. Like I didn't know what, a. I called it a meme for the longest time. You did not. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Oh god. He, he made fun of me because it's a meme. It's a meme, and I called it a meme. and I was like, "What? <laughs> what is this?" <laughs> That's that should tell you oh, how much of the, so good. Like, the online digital world I didn't you know. know. Yeah, um, that was in New York for sure. Okay. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a story. My mom was at a coffee
0: shop years ago, and an older person was ordering, and they got their coffee, and they asked the asked the cashier, they they were like, "Where's my free Wi Fi?"
1: Because <laughs> I thought it was a free something they got with their order. <laughs> so okay, uh, I I would say that my path is probably very untraditional compared to most. Yeah. But um, I, I would say I was I was raised with a lot of street smart not book smart. Yeah. I am not a book smart person. Yeah. I am a street smart person and I know how to fa- like I said, really fake, fake it, it and and move up. Yeah. And and honestly in those the jobs after that I felt like I gained a lot of knowledge, but there was a lot of yes, I can do that. Yeah. And then I get into the position and I'm like Googling, you know, every five seconds <laughs> how to do, do this, how do, I do this, how do, I do this. Um uh, but you know I would say the past three or four years is kind of when that kind of took off. And I was like, I don't need to, I ha- I can have confidence in what I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry, in what I have learned and apply it and see, like t- learn about doing strategies. And I've taken online courses and while I have no, I have no like official degree in marketing, I have done probably more marketing study than a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I've just been lucky, I think. Okay. Uh, so
0: you have been lucky and it's been, you know, fun to watch and encourage and experience it with you. Um, but it's, as I alluded to, it's not always roses in the marketing world. It's hard work. It's stressful work. Um, yes. (laughs) And, uh, you have been unlucky, um, in that you've you've been fired. You've been laid off. I've Um, not been
1: fired. I have just been laid off.
0: What do you call the first one? With the healthcare company? Yeah. Uh,
1: that was a. I mean, there was more than me.
0: Was there? Yeah. Okay.
1: There was like thirteen of them. Oh, okay. Like thirteen people. So I was, okay. I was definitely laid off. Well, you've
0: been laid off multiple times. Then let's just
1: put it that way. I've never been fired due to conduct or
0: anything like that. <laughs> um, how how if you can succinctly, how do you feel like those experiences have impacted you
1: as a person? Both of them. Yeah, just like,
0: or if you if you want, if they've been a bit different. Um. Honestly,
1: the layoffs haven't affected me. Uh, I I think, well, I should, I should. That's not fair. I guess the first layoff was less impactful in terms of like my career. Like I didn't necessarily see that as like, oh my god, my career's over type of thing. Yeah. That particular, uh, em- my boss at that employer uh, destroyed a lot of my confidence. Right. A lot of my spirit. She, she, she stomped on a lot of, uh, not only what, what I felt I knew, but in a lot of ways who I was. And it's, I would say some days there's, I still struggle with that. Yeah. Um, that <clears throat> now on a personal side, that, that loss of a job came in one of our previous episodes. It was the terrible, terrible week that, kind of led to a lot of things including the loss of a baby yeah so i I think if that was in and of itself just that was it in that week i wouldn't have really cared because three weeks later i had even a better gig you did so in in the sense of my career not much of that didn't really impact me but in terms of my my personal growth that entire job destroyed my my confidence yeah um and even on some level, my self discipline to want to get up and go back to it. Um, but luckily, the job after that, ironically, which I also got laid off from, <laughs> uh, as much as that sucked, they were, I, I love those people. They, they, they were a huge uh, confidence builder. They mm-hmm. really, I remember having multiple conversations with my boss about my previous boss and what happened. And she was, my new boss was so conscientious about making sure that I had learning opportunity yeah. that I could feel like I was also having leading opportunity to regain some of that. I did a lot of speaking here with uh, Drake university. Yeah, you did. Um, about marketing, about influencer marketing, about all these other pieces, which in the end, when I looked at it, we you know when you're, when you're gone and outside of those situations, it's like she really allowed me to regain some of that Yeah, by allowing me to lead of what she knew I could do. Yeah. So, um, while I got laid off from that, it was also a huge step forward.
0: How do you, how do you think, because obviously we, we were married for both of them, um, had a kid for the second one. Um, how, what kind of things were going through your head in those moments when it came to the family?
1: I didn't worry about you. <laughs> um, you're pretty resilient. So I was like, yeah, whatever um and i nece- i honestly i was worried of, i wasn't necessarily worried about the family like i wasn't worried about us eating i wasn't worried about us you know having a roof over our head yeah and because you had your job yeah. frankly yeah we still had an income um obviously we had to cut back on things and and whatnot but um i also knew that that's not something that <laughs> can last forever yeah. especially when you have a house like we do and you know two car payments and a kid at daycare and um but i also felt like there was enough stability there with your job that i didn't have to necessarily jump on the first job yeah because i needed we needed 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 the job right right um which i'm really thankful for because i don't want to ever be in a position where i can't or i have to choose a position that i hate right or that i'm not qualified or i'm overqualified for yeah. yeah or something so not too much
0: um when it comes to work we both tend to overwork and i mean that to say that uh there are sometimes things that can wait until tomorrow or can push it off or whatever but we'll we'll get it done at night um you were doing a lot of that at, at the last gig towards the end. Um, some of it was just the nature of that particular business model. And it gets crazy at the end of the year, but yeah. how, what's your advice for people when um, they're working too much or they feel like they're working too much or, or they've, or they're worried that they're not working enough.
1: Well, I feel like you need to sit back and objectively say what is too much or what is not enough. What, what is like, if it's, those are two different, two different conversations. I feel like if it's, <laughs> am i working enough then you need to look at your job description and be like am i fulfilling everything i need to be fulfilling here? Yeah. um and if you if you say yes and you still feel like you're not working enough you need to probably talk to your your boss and be like hey i have some extra time to give i want to grow i want to yeah. you know how can i do that maybe it's learning opportunities for me maybe it's helping other team members uh, however i would i would probably I would be willing to bet that no marketing person has ever said that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that they're under, under underworked. Worked. Yeah, <laughs> that's <is> true. <laughs> um, in fact, I would say probably most are the exact opposite. And why we do we do find ourselves working at night. Um, I don't know if I have a good answer because I'm terrible at manage, managing that time. No, um, not so much now in this new role. Um, but <laughs> I would say if my colleagues were any now. Or anything like my old job, I would be in the same boat. Yeah. But ev- like, everyone at five o'clock Central Time, at my new job, they stop. They go home. Everybody. They, yeah. All salespeople, all my team yeah. members, all my boss and his. You know, everybody. They shut off. Yeah. And so it makes it really easy, especially if I need someone or someone else for collaboration, or I need a response from something. I don't have an option. Yeah, you're not getting. I have, have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But on the flip side, there are, when you're managing five different brands like I am on an international level, um, and the entire marketing strategy for all of them, there is a lot of work that you, (laughs) like, I could probably work every night still and still never get anything done, I feel like. Um, But that's gotten easier to say new since having a kid, with the exception of, that last job at the end of the year because it was insane.
0: You know, I'll agree with that. I like, I know that a lot of times there are meetings that run late or happy hours and you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. I, I know that like over the last year, I would be adamant that if this meeting is scheduled to end at five, I'll stick around till five fifteen 15 if I have to, but I have dinner to get to. And that's yep. way more important than hanging out here and talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I may, and I know that that does not sit well with some people, but that's just a choice that I've made, and it's a lesson that I've learned from coworkers and listening to experts in the field. There's a former pro football coach, or I think it's still football, uh, football coach now. He told his assistant coaches that, that you know on their first day, it's, he's like, "If I find out you miss one of your kids' soccer games, musicals, because you're at work here, I'm going to fire you." So don't miss it. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, "Can I, mean, I work have, for them?" Like- we
1: have a close friend who now they have four kids, and we, they did not have even. I think they only had two kids when yeah, we first met them, yeah. uh, and I was actually working in the same office space as this person. And he is incredibly successful, um, multimillionaire. Yep. Very successful person. Wife, also very, very successful. successful person in in the company that she's at. It would be very easy for them. Very easy for them to work through everything. Yep. And before we had Kennedy. We had a really, I feel like we had a really good role model of what that looked like mm-hmm. because they, for him, for both of them, um, six o'clock comes, you don't exist. Yeah. No one outside of their four kids and the mom and dad yep. exist. Yep. And until bedtime and everyone's until in everyone's bed. everyone's yep. As- asleep. And I remember this person would tell me, like, I don't even get back on my computer until I know they're all sleeping. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's where you and I were like, we kind of said, yeah, yep, we're doing That's that. how it
0: works. Um, yeah, so from like 5 to,
1: now it's 5 to 7
0: or 5 to 7.30, we're locked in.
1: Yeah, I'm earlier than that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like that's made it easier, too. Because so you have, might... that, that's dedicated, yeah. yeah. And
0: then, like, we've, I think we've done a better job lately, um, one or two nights a week, both of us just shutting books and laptops and watching something together or doing something together
1: and... Well, and I will say battling depression. Yeah. Um, uh, it's... Working, overworking just feeds that beast. Yeah, it does. Um, And so, honestly, I've been meditating a lot more lately, and that is also another piece where you you have to stop. Not only do I have to stop working, I have to stop family time. Yeah. I have to stop daughter-daddy time. I have to stop chores or dishes or laundry (laughs) or anything. I have to stop, and I have to send whatever that is. 30, 45 minutes, an hour, yeah. however long it seems to last for me at that particular, on that particular day, that is completely Steve time. Yep. And I feel like people, you know, people honestly have, I've seen a lot of posts and stuff, but people making fun of people who meditate yeah. because it is kind of granola-y, right? But it is also for those of us who have mental health struggles, it is a tool right, that helps you separate that time. Yes. And I feel like while that uh, hour is for me, and it is, and it will continue to be, it's also helped me say, you know what? I just like, I get done with meditation and I don't want to start work again. Yeah. My brain says, you're good. You're in a good place right now. Don't fuck that up. <laughs> right. That's, that's, I mean, that's kind of how it is. It just yeah. kind of brings you to this peaceful place and you don't want to. Yeah. Like, usually I come down and you're like, what do you want to watch on TV? And I, what is my response? I don't care. I don't care, and it's it's true. I don't, and it's because I don't necessarily want something to interrupt, that, yeah, calmness. Yeah. Although that show I've been watching lately really has it definitely mad. interrupts that calm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: so, so only so. only one last question. Um, what advice would you have for someone who does have a an unwanted job change um, or challenge in their job? What advice would you have for their significant other in those times? for someone who has
1: a stru- struggles in their job
0: struggles in their job they're not they're not loving it they're hating it they're mm. laid off they're fired what what advice would you have for the spouse in those situations?
1: um probably
0: or you know you know what I mean
1: I mean it's gonna depend on the person, but I think the f- the first thing that and you've gotten really good at this, especially when I've been laid off is You kind of have to just listen, not only listen to them verbally, but listen to their body language, listen to their mental cues. You can tell when I'm frustrated. You can tell when something's up in my brain, even if I say nothing, (laughs) Nothing. but even if I don't mutter a word, you know, something's wrong. Um, Sometimes you ask, sometimes you just wait for me to bring it up, but you're always there to listen. So whether you're listening verbally, that's a huge, that's a huge part of it. Um, and then you're also really good about asking me, how can I help you? Yeah. A lot of times for me personally, this is no reflection of anyone listening. Someone helping makes me more stressed. So I don't mm-hmm. want you to help. I need to just work just, this out sure. and just do it because I would want to, I want to do it the way I want to do it and whatever. Um, <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I am. Um, yeah. I think if you're you know if someone is in a stressful job and they they haven't lost their job and they want to move it's the same thing um communication especially in your relationship is going to be huge saying richard i'm just i'm not happy here yeah and is it then but i think you also identify identify and maybe you ask your spouse this why are you unhappy there yeah right what what is it that makes you unhappy is it the is it the actual work is it your relationships there? Is it the hours you have to work? Is it just because you're lazy? <laughs> I mean, like, why is it that you... Yeah. What's the reason behind you feeling unenjoyment? Yeah. Um, Marketing is not always fun. No. I don't always love it. In mm. fact, I, I would probably venture to say I probably dislike it more than I like it. But the likes are good enough to outweigh the dislikes yeah, at the sure. end of the day. For sure. Um, but... And sometimes that support looks like, you know what, maybe I mean, we need to find money in the budget so I can go to this conference. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Maybe I want to join
0: take, this this marketing group. or I want to do this master's class. Right. right. For
1: this person. I need to find money for it. Yeah. Like sometimes it takes that level of support where yeah. maybe it's monetary. Maybe it's. Hey, I've been. I want to get together with some friends who've been doing this. I want to get together every Thursday night because I want to learn about this. Can you put the kid to bed? I don't. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you can be supportive, um, as a spouse, but I would say a lot of that is gonna be pretty moot without that person knowing what's making them unhappy. Yeah. And what they want to do about sure, it.
0: Sure. That's fair. Okay.
1: So.
0: Well, thanks for sitting on the chair for the first episode.
1: Jeez. I'm (laughs) going to give you something crazy next time.
0: (laughs) It's just, I felt like that topic is pertinent and it's important and it happens to every couple at one point or another. And, um, we've had our fair share of it. So I thought it was relevant.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I would say work is one thing, right? I think the biggest thing to remember here is that work is one piece of a very complex life that we all have. Yeah. Um, That you know and that doesn't mean kids that means just anything hobbies friends travel Um, I feel like where people fuck themselves up is when they lose sight of everything else that's not work
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know what you know they they don't do things that bring them joy anymore right Um, they don't go for a walk like things that aren't work you need to keep doing it and keep that balance as much as possible yeah Agreed. So.
0: Well, that's episode one. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you have a topic you want us to dive into, um, please send us a message on Instagram or Twitter. Um, we're always up for tackling difficult topics or not yeah. difficult topics. Um, it's couples therapy. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will be back in two weeks. Bye, y'all. As always, you can follow us online. We are on Instagram at Richard and Steve and also on Twitter at Richard and Steve. And when you find us there, we often tag our personal profiles there as well. So you will be able to go find us wherever we are, where we post about baking and dogs and our daughter and work and life and the lawn and everything in between. So again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being fans of this show. We love you all. Be well.